welcome back to the Euro Trips Football Podcast. It's time for another top 10 episode, and this time we're doing our top 10 players currently in world football. I am, as ever, your host, Andy Davis, and I'm joined by our two regulars in Naeem and Ryan. How are you, boys? How are things? Yep, doing not too bad. I'm glad Monday's over. Like I always, always say it's the worst day of the week, but yeah, I'm all good. Do you know, I yeah. genuinely think, um, sorry, Ryan, I genuinely think Tuesday's the worst day of the week because I think Monday's good. You get that catch up with your colleagues, you know, like after what you do on the weekend and stuff like that. Whereas Tuesday's like, well, it's not the end of the week and there's there's nothing to talk about. So, yeah, I find yeah, that's the worst day of the week. And how are you, Ryan? Sorry to interrupt you before. I'm wonderful as ever. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. So, as we said at the start, we are doing our top 10 players in world football at the moment um and we are going to go from 10 to 1 so i may as well start uh 10 i've gone for bernardo silva of man city um i think that this guy is if we're doing an underrated players in the world he's got to be up there because i feel like he does so much good things for that city team but no one ever talks about him they talk about you know de bruyne or harland or edison or he doesn't i don't think he ever gets the the port that he deserves and i think that what you get from the Sony games, big games, he always turns up in the big games. Whichever big game City are in, you can guarantee 90% of them he'll have a great game and he'll be integral. So he's been integral the last few years to the City team. Worse for Monaco before that as well. I think that he, uh, especially with De Bruyne out injured at the moment, he's sort of taken up a new role as well and sort of taken it even more of a leap. And I think he, yeah, even though I'm not, I don't, I don't think he's the biggest fan of Liverpool. Uh, I think that I can't deny he is. Um, one of the, for me, one of the best players in the world, certainly his position, and that's why I've got him in 10th. Uh, Naeem, over to you um, for your number 10. So, yeah, I based my list off the last year, um, kind of how they, like, they did a Ballon d'Or. So I've gone for another midfielder, and he also plays for Man City. I've gone for, he's, he's currently out injured at the moment, but uh, it didn't, it's, it's kind of kind of obvious. It's Kevin, Kevin De Bruyne. You know, obviously he's a Chelsea one of Chelsea's many players that they let go. You know, didn't really get in the side there, but you know had a good couple of years at Wolfsburg. Then yeah, he's come to Man City, and yeah, he's probably been one of the best centre attacking mids in the league since 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 he's been at Man City. You know, him last season, his link up play with Haaland was was next level. But yeah, this guy's guy's always um, always puts in a good performance every time he plays and. Yeah, he usually does score against Arsenal quite a lot. Um, so yeah, we do know quite a lot about him. But yeah, I, I think yeah, he's probably, in my opinion, probably top ten. Just gets in the top ten for me. Well, spoiler, I've got my team, my team, my list a lot higher than tenth. Let's put it that way. Um, Ryan, over to you for your number ten. I am starting off down the biased road and put oh, in. No. William Saliba is my number 10. That's because... outrageous. <laughs> no, I don't think it is because we mentioned the other day that we both felt that he was probably the best defender currently in the Premier League. Arguably one of the best in Europe. There aren't many better centre-backs, I think, out there at the moment. Certainly one's in better form right now as, as we're speaking. So I don't, you know, you, you tell me a better centre-back out there right now that you'd rather have. Uh, Van Dyke. Um, no, not right now. 
He's actually, I will say, actually, he's been back to his best this year. I think he's had a really good season. I still think Saliba over Van Dyke, but um, I've got to have a defender. Know, I, in there. I, didn't, I didn't want to just have a list of attacking players because that doesn't tell the full the full picture. Although scoring yeah. is the ultimate objective, you, you want a list because that's what's annoying me with the Ballon d'Or for so many years. We never see goalkeepers and defenders as often you know, talked about as the attacking players. So I just feel like Saliba's form last season and how he started this year um, it's just been the best in the Premier League. So, Yeah, fair enough. I mean, I, I agree with you about the Ballon d'Or and the, the thing. I mean, Van Dijk, personally, I think should have won it that one year. I think it was a 2019 one. Just, I don't know how he didn't win that. I know Messi scored all the goals, but I think... Defenders do get overlooked. I think the last defender to win Ballon d'Or was Cannavaro back in 2006. And I don't even know when the last time a goalkeeper won it. So, um, yeah. Certainly get overlooked. We may as well stick with you, Ryan, if you're number nine. My number nine is Antoine Griezmann. Um, again, his form has been overlooked, especially last year. But this year in particular, he's been on another level for Atletico Madrid. Scored a lot of goals, a lot of assists as well. Been the difference in many, many games. Um, currently the top goal scorer in La Liga. Just, you know, doing the business. Um, exactly what you want from a player of his ability. And I just feel like he's currently one of the best in the world. Yeah, I mean, it's um, certainly he's reinvented himself, I think, Um showing everyone again why he's thought so highly back I said to go with Jeremy this tie at Barcelona is is well documented and I think that he um I think he's shown everyone this season my, why, my he apologies. Is, why he's been one of the best players. Yeah. Uh, my my apologies he's not I thought he was the top goal scorer. He's not his second top goal scorer at the moment. Jude Bellingham's the top goal scorer. But yeah. <laughs> yep, fair enough. Um right, nine back to you for your number nine. My number nine is a defender, and yeah, Ryan's already mentioned him. Yeah, William Saliba, I put him in there. Um, like what Ryan said, I, I can't really think of another defender that's better than him at the moment. You know, obviously, he pretty much played most of our games last season, and when he was out of the team injured, you saw the drop-off in quality. Uh, those those loan spells in France really did him the world of good, and yeah, he's still, still quite young, and yeah, I think he can, he can go up another level, but it was... Yeah, he's just like so calm and collective on the ball. Um, and yeah, he's 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 our best defender, really. Um, him and then probably Gabriel, in my opinion. But yeah, he's he's only gonna keep getting better and better. And yeah, it's, we're going for a bargain to be fair. That's under thirty million. So yeah, it's um good purchase that was. And yeah, I've had to go for him for my number nine pick. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, I um. Can't really fault it. Uh, I have gone for mostly an attacking um, based top top 10. Uh, there's <laughs> one player in there who doesn't count as that, um, which we'll get into in a minute. But my number nine is a player that Naim certainly will probably appreciate. Um, I've gone for a La Liga player. Real Madrid can play sentiment and Real Madrid. I've gone for Federico Valverde is my number nine on this list. I think that he is, um, whenever I've seen him play, he's just always been one of the best players in the pitch and you know, from people I've I've talked to that that are um, you know more regular watchers of La Liga, they all tell me just how good he is every week for Madrid. 
Uh, versatile as well, as I just mentioned. Um, you know, stats won't tell you, only got one goal and two assists this year in La Liga, but I think the quality of the player is there to see. And I think that he is um, certainly, for me, one of the best young players in the world right now. And I've got number nine. Uh, I'm number eight sticking with myself. Uh, I mentioned I've got one defensive player. That is now my number eight, and that is Rodri uh, from Atleti. I think that he is by far the best holding midfield in the world. Uh, I think he has been the last two or three years. Um, I think he's so crucial to Atleti's side. You see him when he didn't play against Wolves. They lost, um, albeit for his own, own, own making. But for me, Rodri is, he is City. I think that they can lose to Bruyne and still win Champions League finals. And Premier League, that matter if he's before that. Uh, Rodri, of course, scored the winner in that final as well. But when they lose Rodri, it all goes to pot. And you guys mentioned about Saliba, and I think it's the same thing as Rodri. He is that crucial to the world's best team and uh, current treble winners as well. So for me, Rodri has to go in this list. But I think due to the pure talent of these players I've got above in the list, he's only down in eighth. Uh, Naeem, over for your number eight. My, my number eight pick, um, he's, he's a Real Madrid player. He can play on the wing or up front. I think he's currently injured again. So, yeah, I've gone for Vinicius Jr. Uh, he's still he's only 23 currently. Hit that, that partnership he had with Benzema uh, before he left was, was good. And, yeah, since he's left, he's kind of taken up the, the mainstay as as their, their best attacker. So I've gone for him as my number eight pick. And, yeah, I think, I think he's only going to get better and better. And, I think he's got Ronaldo's old jersey number now, so he's got a lot to live up to. But yeah, from what I've seen, uh, he's gotten better and better each season. I've seen him playing for Real Madrid, so I've gone for him for my number eight pick. Yeah, that is fair enough. I mean, he'd be my, my front three. If I had a world 11, I'd have him on left wing. I think there's no one better on that position right now. Um, I know he's injured, but fantastic player, and he, he you know, scores Champions winning. Champions League final winning goal. Uh, took a while to settle it, but I think I think did have the best first year there. But the last few years, especially, he's just been absolutely superb, and um, he will be in my list. Uh, spoiler alert there. Um, Ryan, for your number six, for your number eight, and your number seven. Uh, number eight, already previously mentioned, Kevin De Bruyne. Not really much I can add to what was already said. My number seven is. Maybe a little bit surprised to some people, but I've gone for Lautaro Martinez of Inter. Again, simply because of the form that he's been in. He's been sensational for Inter. He was good for Argentina as well at the World Cup. And, you know, he's currently the leading goal scorer in Serie A by quite some distance, 13 goals already. He's six goals ahead of the next best, which is, you know, pretty good going considering we're only, what, you know, 13 games in. There you go. Look, so... Just on another level this year, and for me, one of the most informed strikers currently in the world. Yeah, I mean, I can't say I watched too much of him um, in Syria, but you know, whenever I have watched him play, he's always—I'm pretty sure he scored most games I've seen, or at least been a big part of it. And I know that he, I believe, it was him that made made some misses in the, in the World Cup final. But look at the stats alone—you can't really argue uh, with with that being in your in your top ten. Um, Sticking with seven, um, I'm going to go first. I've gone from Vinicius Junior. Um, for everything Naim said uh, and everything I said after that, um, uh, but for you, Naim, who's your number seven? My number seven pick, um, then it's well, people probably won't agree with this, but you know, since he's come to the Premier League, he's probably he's probably been one of the best best wingers uh playing currently. 
when he came when his first season for this team, Vicky Vicky broke the goal scoring record um at the time. But yeah, I've gone for uh Mohamed Salah. Seven. Ooh. Yeah. Because what what he's done for you guys, you know, the amount of goals he's he's scored scored playing off the wing. Um, you know, you, you had that formidable front three of him, Mane and Firmino. But yeah, for to come into the Premier League, everyone kind of wrote him off really when he was at Chelsea, didn't really do too much there. Then he had a couple of loan spells, like obviously Basel and Rome. And then, yeah, his first season to score 32 Premier League goals is it's not an easy feat, really. Um, in new new team, obviously he's been in the country before, but even in his worst season, he's he, he scored 19 Premier League goals. So, yeah, he's always a player that, that will get you goals. And, you know, sometimes he, do, he does go off, off track a bit, you know, he might go a bit missing in that. But, yeah, when when you need clutch goals, he'll he'll come up with them and... Yeah, he's he's yeah, still probably up there. If if you're looking at wingers, he's he's probably still up there. I'd say you know he's getting on a bit now, but yeah, he's he still will score the goals for you. So yeah, I've gone for him as my number seven pick. I'm surprised so low with everything you just said. I mean, I've got him in my list a lot higher than seventh. Um, I'm surprised he's so low because as you say, 19 goals is his worst season, and that's the year he won the league, I believe it was as well. Uh, even this season, he's he's got the most. One of the most goals of the year. In terms of goal involvement, he's up there. I think him and Darwin Nunes have got the most goals combined or chances created between them. And I think that he's got he had almost he had a record of or almost broke a record of most consecutive games with a goal or assist. And I believe if that Diaz goal had been given, which it should have been, he would have broken the record. So uh yeah, I'm surprised he's so low, but I'm intrigued to see where your list goes. Um now for me, number six is a player that I think if you look at if if you did the top ten of most informed players in world football, he'd probably be second or first. I've gone for Harry Kane uh, off the Bayern Munich now. Um, he's just been absolutely superb um, in in what his first what, 10, 15 games whatever he's been in Bundesliga this year. He's broken records. I tend to ignore the one about the Englishman most goals for an Englishman because there's not been many Englishmen that have done it in the Bundesliga. But the goals he's scoring and the, and the rate he's Going out, obviously, now we can remove the whole talk about our oh, is he a curse at Spurs because Spurs have lost three games in a row. But um, everything done, I mean, the last well, pretty much ever since he's been came to Premier League, he's just been out of this world and like, like Salah, guaranteed goals every single year. In FPL, he was always in my team every single year, uh, for that reason alone. And you know, the last few years, especially since Jose came in, he's upped his sort of teamwork ability and sort of his ability to link up player and get involved and drop back. So He's the kind of player I think he'll go for another five years still. I think he's not a guy without on speed. He's he's worked on his all-round game. And I think that he is, um, I think he's primed to win trophies galore at Bayern. And I think that keep going the way he's going the next five years and keeps it going at that time. I think I'll be shocked if he hasn't got a Champions League trophy in his, in his honours list on Wikipedia by then. Um, but for you, nine back with you, uh, for your number six. My number six player, obviously it's not an attacking player. The only well, I only had two non-attacking players, but yeah, I've gone for Rodri, to be fair. Um, like you said, what you said, he's probably the best defensive midfielder in the world. When he doesn't play for Man City, you know, there is a bit of a drop-off in the midfield. You know, he scored Champions League winning goal to secure the treble for them. And yeah, he's, he's just one of them players that when he's in your team, you love him, but when he's not, he uh, he really gets on he gets on my nerves to be fair because he's one of them players that knows knows the dark hearts you know he he'll, he'll 
foul play. He'll know how to foul play and not get a yellow card. But yeah, he's he's a good addition to that team. And yeah, I've I've had to put him in put him in there. So yeah, I've gone for Rodri in that place. Yeah, I, I totally agree with what you're saying. Um, you know, I, I don't think I don't think he's the nicest player to play against. But um, yeah, you can't ignore. You know, his, I mean, another player who has struggled to settle into a Pep team in his first year, who's pretty bad in his first year, and after that, he's just taken it to a new level. And I think that, you know, as, as long as he's starting for City, they're going to win multiple trophies, multiple Champions Leagues. And we also, we also forgot to mention that he, of course, scored that one, the first goal, I believe it was, in the in the 3-2 win against Villa, which, again, I still hate to think about to this day. Um I think he scored the first goal, which set them on their way to um, the next two goals. Um, Ryan, back to you for your number six and your number five. Number six, one again has been mentioned, Rodri. Don't need to go any more in depth than we already have. And another player that's been mentioned, Mohamed Salah is my number five, just because he's arguably been one of or even the best player probably for the last two, three, even four years. And the goals he scores, I think, quite often gets overlooked. And I mean last year he he single handedly sort of carried Liverpool a little bit when a lot of their other big players dropped off massively and he's just picked it up again this season and just scoring goal after goal, considering he's a winger as well. It's it's quite incredible that he gets the numbers that he does in my opinion so um, I was going to have him a little bit higher but I just feel like the players that I've got in front of him are just in slightly better form right now Okay I mean it's um, again I've got him my team not as low as that but um, you know I think we've talked about left and I'm going to mention him a bit a bit more but um Sticking with you, now. Actually, you may as well go for me first because his players has been mentioned twice already. I've gone for De Bruyne, number fifth. Um, I think that he has been so good these last few years. I mean, I will say one thing now, I don't know how people will take this, is that I've never really seen him in a, in a big final turn up. I mean, he got injured in two, both Champions League finals. Um, and I think Gundogan seems to be the guy that has done it more. But, of course, for the whole season, and it's certainly a lot of big games... But I haven't been a final. He's, he's performed well and scored big goals. So, um, yeah, I think that he probably has been, I think, one of their, by far one of their better players and one of their most influential transfers. Um, I think you've got to look him alongside the likes of David Silva for that one. Um, but for you, Naeem, who's number five on your list? My number five, um, he's already been mentioned before, but I've gone for currently Carrie uh, Kane, um, Basically, you know, to score the amount of goals he did at Tottenham, you know, a team that don't win nothing. I think he, I think he did spend too long there, but I think obviously at Bayern Munich, it'd, be, it'd probably be either them or if Leverkusen fall off this season to win the league and then Champions League, we'll have to see what we can do in there. He, he's, he is someone that does get criticised and really turn up in the big games, but you can't fault the amount of goals uh, that he does score. And yeah, he's already breaking records in Germany and yeah, I think currently he's probably the, the in my opinion, the fifth, fifth best player in the world currently. So yeah, I've gone for Harry Kane. Interesting. I mean, yeah, it's um, yeah, I can't say any more than that really. Um, now four. Now my number four. It may ruffle some feathers like that. I don't know how people react to this, considering he's just won a Ballon d'Or. But I've gone for Lionel Messi as my number four. 
Now, I don't believe he should have won it personally. I've said this before. I think it should have been Haaland. Um, I just think that, yeah, yeah, he won the World Cup, but he only scored two goals from open play um, in the in the tournament. All, all, I think he scored three goals from penalties. Um, obviously, still, you know, he's been killing it in MLS. Still, you know, an unbelievable player. Obviously, whilst he's not the best player in the world anymore, I think you still can't have, not have him in your top five or top four in my case. Uh, but I just think, he is declining and he is doing it in a lesser league. And I know that's no, it was his choice to go there and he's still pulling up the numbers. But I just think that the three I've got ahead of me, again, the similar numbers for some of the best teams in the world. So, yeah, Messi for me is in fourth. Uh, Naeem, back to you for your number four. Number four, uh, it's another midfielder. I guess he I guess he's more of an attacking midfielder anyway. But, yeah, what he's doing currently right now um, is unbelievable. I've gone for... Jude Bellingham, you know, came from obviously Dortmund to Real Madrid this summer, and yeah, his age hasn't, I affected anything. You know, he's scored scoring so many goals. As Ryan mentioned, he's the top goal scorer in the league at the moment. You don't usually see a midfielder being a top top goal scorer, but yeah, I think the amount of money that they pay for him that's kind of a bargain now in today's uh, today's game. Because you know, you see players going for more than hundred million pounds, but. Yeah, he's only still only 20 years old and yeah, to go to Real Madrid at such a young age and just hit the ground running, because their fans, they can be quite ruthless if 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 you don't if you don't fit the bill. So I think yeah, this he'll probably be a future Real Madrid captain, because uh, he's probably he said that he's gonna be staying there for quite a while. I can't can't think of another team that would or that could afford him right now because he's easily more than a hundred probably easily doubled doubled in value since he's gone there. But yeah, I've gone for Jude Bellingham, um, doing what he do, doing, doing what he is doing at such a young age. So yeah, he's my number four pick. Yeah, he's just had an outstanding um season. So, I mean, twelve goals already, and it's not even Christmas yet from field. I know he's been playing a lot of time as false nine or striker, but to for guy his age to come in on to foreign soil, um, such a big club in Madrid, all that history and. Frankly, the amount of players I've come from the UK and not done it from Madrid, I think only really, only really Bale's done it. Uh, you could argue maybe maybe Beckham. Um, so not many players have gone over to Madrid and, and done it from from especially from the UK. So to do what he's done, um, I'm not having my list just because I do think that um, he needs for me more time to be established compared to these other players. But I think the way he's going, give it a year or two. If he did, if he did this list again in 2025, for example. Keep going where he's going. I think he's going to be easily top 10, maybe even top five. Um, Ryan, for your four and three. My four, already been mentioned, Harry Kane, just on another level. I felt that Spurs would miss him a little bit more than perhaps they have done, although they're in a bit of bad form now. But the difference that he's made at Bayern is unbelievable to be Brutally honest, I mean, he's on record and on track to break Lewandowski's uh, 40-plus goal season, which would, you know, just be insane. I don't think many people would have ever felt that that was going to be beaten. But, you know, obviously he's still got to stay fit and, you know, continue to score goals. But he's scoring just goals and goals every game. And the Bundesliga is often overlooked for being, um, you know, as good as a league as it, I believe it is, you know, so it's a very tough league, a lot of good teams, very defensively strong as well. And for him to be doing what he's doing, 
I think he'll be a main reason why Bayern get far, if not win the Champions League this year. And number three for me is Erlen Haaland. Just, I mean, I don't really need to go into depth. Just goal machine, and that's it. Interesting he's not in your top two. I'm intrigued who you've missed out on. Path maybe one player, I'm just, I can just think maybe it is. Um, nine, for you, who's your number three? Name is Ryan, Erlen Haaland. The, this guy, obviously, when you watch him play, he's not, he's not the most... Not, most glamorous player to watch, but you can't deny this guy's also a goal machine. Um, obviously, his goal against you on the weekend, he's the was the quickest player to reach 50 goals in the Premier League. I think he's yeah. done it in by some points. margin as well. By some yeah, they've shown it. Yeah, um, so yeah, what he did last season, you know, people thought, ah, oh, yeah, he's not going to fit in this, that, and the other, but yeah, the amount of goals he scored last season obviously broke the goal scoring record in his first season, scored. I don't know how many hat-tricks he scored last season, but it was definitely more than three. But yeah, he's 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 just a player that just knows knows where the back of the net is. Uh, all round, all round play, not the greatest for a striker, but he's just in he's in the team to score goals, and that's what he does. So he is my third pick. Okay, well, my number three um, is Mo Salah. Uh, I just think that to keep doing what he's doing. You know, scoring every the amount of goals now assists he's bringing to his game. You know, I think he's once again been excellent this year. Um, has been excellent really pretty much since he joined us. I mean, thirty five million pounds even back then is now seen as a bargain. I mean, to get him for thirty five million pounds, considering the amount of money people went for at a similar time of the of, of in in lifetime than than him. You know, some players went for sixty mil, never did it. You know, Pogba for them went for. 90 million, whatever it was the year before. What's he done at Manuel since? Not a lot. To do what he's done every year for that cost 198 goals to Liverpool. I don't know whether that's Premier League or competitions, but um, probably all competitions to be fair. It's it's truly sensational. And he now, also now with Marnie, and now with Marnie, obviously Marnie and Fino are gone. Without Marnie, he's not got that battle with Marnie anymore. Um, seems to like playing with Nunes, although Nunes still continues to frustrate me. Um, but for me, yeah, there's not many more doing better than him consistently every year than Salah right now. Um, but we are heading to our final two. Now, me and I have already got our, our, our top two already settled, but the order is unknown yet. But Ryan, uh, I think I can guess what your two is, but um, please, can you tell us who is number two and who's number one? Number two is Jude Bellingham for me. Wow, okay. Just because he was... Fantastic for Dortmund. He's been just as good for England when he has played, although obviously England haven't done too much, but he's still been the difference maker when he has played. And you look at his form for Real Madrid at the moment, I know we're only, you know, not even a third of the way into the season, but to have scored 11 goals for a centre midfielder is quite sensational stuff. And he's on track probably to score 20 plus league goals. And that's unheard of for a centre midfielder. I just think, even when you watch him, he changes the game just with little things that he does. And I remember a couple of, of weeks ago, maybe a little bit, bit longer than that, uh, watching El Clasico, Barca against Madrid. And he changed the game single-handedly, you know, scored a, a brilliant goal from quite a you know, fair way out. And then got the winner at the end and to do that away from home in 
you know, arguably the biggest game in the world, just shows that he's on another level. And considering his age as well, I just think it's scary how how good he is right now. And as I say, I've based this list on players in the form that they're in right now, not from, you know, a year or two years or three years ago, you know. So I just feel like there's no better midfielders currently out there. And your number one? Number one, Kylian Mbappe. It's just unbelievable what he does. I've got him higher than Haaland, even though Haaland probably scores a little bit more than him. But Mbappe is just the ultimate all-round player. The the closest thing I've seen to, to peak Cristiano Ronaldo. And he's only probably going to get better. And you know his output is just on another level. Uh, yeah, just incredible. Now over to you, Naeem. Who is number two? And I can only assume that these two players are going to be Mbappe and maybe Lionel Messi is your top two. Is those two, two players that you've included? You are correct. Oh, no. <laughs> um, yeah. Who's number one? Number one, I've gone for Lionel Messi. Not this. Obviously, right now, he, he may not be the greatest player, but you know, to do what he's doing at his age, you know. It's, He's not a player that relies on pace. He's he's just he, he's just sort of going to be one of those players. That's that's great, really. Um, obviously, I know didn't really do too much in the World Cup, but you know, he finally got it over the line. And yeah, what he's, I know the MLS isn't really much to like rant and rave about, but yeah, for him to do that at his age is is something special. So yeah, he's he's number one, and obviously number two, Kylian Mbappe. Ryan's pretty much um, said everything I really wanted to say. But, yeah, obviously his first World Cup scored in the final. Then, obviously, the last one scored a hat-trick. Not many players do that in the final. But, yeah, I think think now we need to, like, move from PSG because I think he's done everything he can do there. They're never going to really win the, the Champions League. The best chance was that COVID year when they got to the final. But, yeah, we'll, we'll wait and see what happens with him. But with him, it's just his wage demands, really. And that's, that's, that's the only thing... That might price him out of a move, but I think Real Madrid is his only really destination. But we'll see if they come in for him. But yeah, he's my second pick, and Messi number one. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, Bappe, I think is probably is destined for move to Madrid, whether it's next summer or summer after. I think he will go at some point. Um, so my two players are Haaland and Bappe, and I've gone for Bappe as number one. Um, I just think all round. I mean, why did not walk up final, score hat trick, and not even win single handedly? Almost won France that tournament. Um, and yeah, I think we all know how good he is. And then Haaland, uh, mad goals he scores. I think he uh, is best striker in the league right now by now, best striker in the world right now, um, out and out striker. And for me, uh, he is just, for his age as well, absolutely frightening. But that is where we'll end the podcast for today. Um, so before we do go, just going to quickly run through some of the stats. So the five, six players I've made into all three lists, Rodri, Mohamed Salah, De Bruyne, Kane, Mbappe and Haaland. Uh, Madrid and City have the most players with three each. Uh, and also, apart from that, one for PSG, one for Arsenal, one for Atletico Madrid, one for Liverpool, one for Inter Miami, one for Bayern and one for Inter Milan. But this has been a Eurotrips football podcast. Thank you all for listening and we will see you guys next time. <laughs>